Welcome to r slash Entitled People, where OP gets spoiled kids arrested. Our next Reddit post is from Yam Throwaway. Last week when I came home from work, I noticed my shed door was open and the padlock that I used to keep it shut was broken. I had a lot of bags full of soda cans in there. Me and my friends tend to drink a lot of soda, so I've built up a lot of cans over the course of a year. I was going to cash them in at the bottle drop soon because I like big payouts. We get paid 10 cents a can where I live. But there was more than just my bags of cans missing from the shed. They took my gardening shears, a steel rake, two shovels, and a bunch of other stuff. I guess they figured they could sell them or something. I checked my camera footage, and I found my three nephews, ages 16, 15, and 14, breaking into my shed with one of their dad's large claw hammers. It only took them a few hits to smash that cheap lock. After they broke into my shed, they took everything they could. Then, they came back with some shopping cards that I'm guessing they also stole. It took them a few trips to get all the cans. And afterwards, they didn't even bother to try to close the door. My sister and brother-in-law first denied that their kids stole anything from me. So, I went to their house and showed them the security footage from my cameras. They didn't know that I had cameras installed. The reason I had cameras installed was because of prior thefts from my nephews. It started with food and snacks, and then moved on to DVDs and video games. Then, pretty much anything they thought they could smuggle out after that. And anytime I made them return stuff they'd stolen from me, I was treated like the bad guy, and I got the fakest apologies I'd ever heard. My nephews never got in much trouble from their parents, either. The final straw happened last year when my nephews broke into my house and stole three six-packs of my favorite blood orange beer from my fridge. They used my hidden spare key to get in and also took a huge dump in one of my bathrooms and not only didn't flush but also peed all over the floor. I'm pretty sure it was intentional. I confronted my sister and brother-in-law about them stealing my beer and I was basically given an equivalent of boys will be boys. So I had the cameras put in and told no one, which was a smart move. When my sister and brother-in-law saw the camera footage of my nephew stealing from me, they seemed furious. But they were actually madder that their boys skipped school to steal from me. They'd spent all day making repeated trips to the bottle drop and cashing the cans by machine. Then they bought video games and junk food with that money. That money actually amounted to nearly $200. Between that and the destroyed padlock, I told my sister and brother-in-law that they now owed me $200. My sister and brother-in-law went from being angry at their kids to making excuses for them, and then being angry at me for wanting that money back when I know they have three kids and a mortgage. I said it was either that, or I'd go to the cops and press charges. They told me to get out, and I said they have two days to decide how to pay me back before I go to the cops. I got back everything from the shed that my nephew stole, including my machete and gas can. But over the next couple of days, my sister and brother-in-law were blowing up my phone with a ton of messages, both verbal and text. At first, they were calling me heartless because it was right after the holidays and they have three kids and a mortgage. Then, they started gaslighting me. They even threatened me. And all of this would go in a repeating cycle. My nephews chimed in from another cell phone and were sending me lots of messages of their own. It was more fake apologies and gaslighting. My oldest nephew even sent me a picture of himself holding up one of my soda cans and giving me a middle finger. So, I guess they weren't taking my threats of going to the cops seriously because we're family. 
When I last spoke with my sister and brother-in-law, they refused to negotiate any sort of method of repayment for what my nephews did, even when I suggested they just sell the video games that were purchased with the money from the cans. They had the audacity to say that I had actually tempted my nephews by having the cans in my shed to begin with. Oh yes, I'm the devil snake that tempted my nephews with a shed full of cans that just screamed, Money! 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 So that was it. I went to the police station that morning and filed the report. I gave them a copy of the video footage of my nephew stealing from my shed. I gave them the broken lock they smashed. I showed them all the texts, which were screenshotted and also given as evidence. Hell, I even gave them a copy of the photo that my oldest nephew sent me flipping me off. And, indeed, my nephews got arrested. The cops came to their house, and my sister and brother-in-law were forced to let them in because they had a warrant. Apparently, all three of my nephews went from being cocky little turds to crying like babies when they were being put in cuffs. I know this because one of their neighbors is a friend of mine and he was there to see it. Shortly after the arrest, my sister and brother-in-law were blowing up my phone again. They weren't able to get their kids out of jail until Monday morning. Now, the boys are being charged with larceny, willful destruction of property, vandalism, and harassment. The police took this whole case pretty seriously because there's been complaints about my nephews for some time now. But until now, nothing was actually proven. The past few months, bags of cans have been going missing all over the area. I don't know if it was my nephews or not, but they're likely suspects. And with word spreading of their arrest, let's hope that other neighbors with security cameras will come forward with more footage. My sister and brother-in-law showed up at my house too. I refused to open the door and told them that this happened because they're enablers who refuse to hold their kids accountable for their actions. That just made them scream and pound on my door more until I threatened to call the cops on them too. And since I've done it once already, they know that I mean it now. They left without any more trouble, but they went back to blowing up my phone. I didn't block them. Instead, I just saved all the messages because I've decided to take them to small claims court over this. I don't really need or want the money. However, the kids aren't the only ones who need to be taught a lesson. In the end, I hope that I put them in enough of a hole that they learn not to screw with me ever again. I also have the full support of my family on this. My parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. They're all supporting me in this because my nephews have stolen from them too. And after I banned my nephews from my house, some of them did the same. I'm going to push for my nephews to get community service because I know they'll hate that the most. Whenever they're made to do any kind of work they don't want to do, they just stand around griping, acting like the whole world is against them. So hardly anything ever gets done. Perhaps a few hundred hours of unpaid work will teach them some manners. They've been spoiled for far too long. Man, OP, I know that from their perspective, they don't feel like you're doing them a favor. They feel attacked. They feel like victims. But honestly, you're doing them a favor. Their parents may have already destroyed their lives. It's very possible that they're so, like, mentally screwed up by being just spoiled and entitled that their entire futures are ruined. Hopefully, they'll learn a lesson from this, but I'd be surprised if they do. Our next Reddit post is from Demon Master. Karen complained about having to pay for her pizza after answering her door naked. This story happened to me in 2004. I was working for Pizza Hut. Mind you, at this point, I was in a six-month relationship, so I was appalled that a customer would answer the door in her birthday suit. 
I, choosing to remain professional, told her the price of the order so she could pay me and take her pizza. Karen said, I gave you a free show. I want my pizza for free. I told her, I am not at liberty to give you the pizza for free. I am not a manager. She, <laughs> she called my manager and asked to get the pizza for free for giving me a free full body show. The manager called my phone and said, bring the pizza back and call the cops for indecent exposure. I called the cops, in front of Karen, who tried to tell the cops that I sexually assaulted her. I left, and the cops came to the restaurant asking for a sworn statement on my side, which I gave. After Karen heard that I gave a sworn statement, she admitted to perjuring herself when she gave her statement. What's so weird about this story is that she called OP's manager, like... Why would OP's manager care that OP saw the girl naked? The manager didn't get to see the girl naked, so why would he be tempted to give the pizza for free? Even if he was inclined to be like, ooh, boobies, I'll give you the pizza for free, he wasn't there. He didn't see it, so why would he care? Man, this Karen is stupid. Our next Reddit post is from a confused person. Some years ago, I dated a girl. The relationship was bad. She was very controlling and abusive. It ended up really bad and we broke up. I kept going on with my life and after some years I got a decent job, enough to cover all of my needs, have a comfortable life and make some savings. The thing is, a couple of months after getting my job, my ex contacted me. She first asked me to talk and I believed that she might want to reconnect or something, but she showed up with a five-year-old child claiming that he was my son and demanding child support. I didn't believe her, but the child's age did match the time that we cut contact. I got advice from a lawyer friend of mine to try to solve this out of court. I offered to take responsibility, pay child support, and be an active part of the kid's life, only after taking a DNA test. Everyone was okay with this, except for my ex. She acted offended and demanded that I just give her the money that she deserved. She used all the excuses she could and even contacted my family to tell them that I was trying to avoid taking responsibility of our child. When she ran out of excuses, we finally did the DNA test. And surprise, I am not the father. She was so mad with the result and cried about the money, saying that it was unfair and she deserved it, but she didn't accomplish anything with me. Moving on to last week, there was a little party at my parents' house. I was talking with my brother and a friend, and my brother started to joke about the situation with my ex. My friend and I started to joke about it too, and some of our comments were a little dark and bad, but we were far away from the rest of the people and nobody else could hear us. At least, that's what we thought. We were laughing when my sister appeared very angry and pushed me against the wall. She had been spying on us and she heard our conversation and she was really mad. She started to yell at us for being horrible people for mocking a poor woman. A few hours later, when the party ended, she asked me to go to the kitchen with our parents and she started to say how awful I was for what I did. Apparently, my ex had been in contact with my sister, and my sister believed my ex. And the whole point of this party was to have an intervention. My brother and I were like, are you serious? My sister started going on about how I forced my ex to be a single mother, and that I have a moral obligation to help her. My dad only said that maybe we're being too cruel for making jokes about her, but that I wasn't responsible for that kid. My mom then surprised all of us when she said, even if the kid isn't yours, you're making more than enough money to support that child. You should have helped her. 
Since then, I've been receiving texts that my dad and my brother are on my side, saying that I'm not responsible for my ex. But my sister is telling me how horrible I am for not being responsible. My mom only said, It's your decision and I respect it. I'm just very disappointed that you ended up being so selfish. I know that my ex doesn't deserve my money, and I'm not planning on giving her any, but the constant harassment from my sister and my mom is just exhausting. OP, I don't know what's going on with your sister and your mom. If they're so concerned about your ex's kid, then they can start paying child support. And then OP posted an update. After my last post, I read all the comments, and I decided to show them to my mother. We had a talk about the situation. Again, she started off on my ex's side, but after reading the posts and all the comments and opinions, she realized that she was wrong. I think the thing that hurt her the most was everyone doubting if she cheated on my dad and that I wasn't his son, and if that's the reason that she was on her side. We had a very long conversation. She told me that she believed my ex because she was always so nice and kind with her, so she decided to not believe me when I told her all the things that she did to me during the relationship. Because a good girl like her could never do something like that, so I must be lying. After that, she apologized to me, and we're good now. On the other hand, we have my sister. At first, she decided that she wouldn't talk to me until I take responsibility, but after a few days, I talked with her. She's totally on my ex's side, even after I showed her all the proof, and she says none of that matters because a woman's word goes first, and that's all the proof anyone should need. Also, she said that even if you aren't the biological father, you have an effective responsibility with her. So you must be man enough to take charge of them and start acting like a real man. She's a lost cause. As for my ex, I did some research and I found out that shortly after we broke up, she started dating another guy. Or maybe she was cheating on me with him before, I'm not sure. They broke up some weeks later and she went on multiple dates until she found out that she was pregnant. I also found out that she's been trying to find a father for her kid for the last two years and I was just next on the list. But now, it looks like she's desperate because she's never been that aggressive with anyone else before. Some days ago, my ex and my sister came to my workplace. They made a big sign with my face that says, He abandoned his child and irresponsible father and started drama saying all their BS. Their intention was to shame me and use social pressure to force me to take charge of them. They literally admitted to it. Eventually, they were escorted out of my workplace. I got in trouble over that scandal, even after showing people all the proof and legal documents that proved they were lying. I was warned that this had better not happen again or I'll be fired. After that, I contacted a lawyer and we're now creating a very long and detailed document against them. They went too far, so now I'm going to take action. Maybe, legally, I can scare them enough to leave me alone. Our next Reddit post is from Ecap Asalp. My father and mother were never really together. I was, for lack of a better term, a one-night stand baby. When I was born, my mother got primary custody and my father had visitation rights. A year after I was born, my mother got pregnant with twins from her then-boyfriend. After my twin brother and sister were born, they became her first and sometimes only priority. I was always treated like her mistake child. My brother and sister were aware of this and they would use that to tease me constantly. When I turned 13, I was given the chance to choose who I wanted to live with and I moved in with my father. 
The issue started with my sibling because my grandfather on my father's side was a wealthy man who liked to spoil his grandchildren. I always had a decent amount of spending money. I got a new car for my 16th birthday. I also had my college and university paid for. My siblings would throw fits when I got things and they didn't, and they would say really nasty things to and about me. My sister actually outed me as gay to the whole school when I was 15. We lived in a pretty conservative area, so I got a lot of flack. After college, I decided to stop taking my grandfather's money. I had gotten a good-paying job, and I didn't really need it. My father, who had also stopped taking his father's money after college, taught me that it was okay to take help, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try hard yourself. My grandfather passed away a few years ago. My cousins and I inherited a good amount of money. I had put mine in savings because I had become someone who didn't really spend a lot of money. Now, here's where the story begins. Last year, my husband's best friend died in a car accident, leaving his six-year-old daughter, Chloe, in my husband's custody. His daughter is understandably having a hard time with all this, so we made the decision to take the savings out to do something fun and make her happy. Like a lot of little girls, she loves Disney. So we decided to dip into our savings and take her on one of those Disney cruises. She sees the ads on TV all the time and gets so excited about them. When we told her, she got so happy, and frankly, I have never seen her this happy since her mother's passing. She hasn't stopped talking about it since we told her. My sister is mad at me because I'm taking my adopted daughter and not my 8-year-old niece, Terry. She thinks that I'm being a jerk for taking, as she puts it, a kid that's not even your responsibility over a kid that's actually your family. This comment pissed me off, and I told her off for it. That just made her even madder. But now, my brother is messaging me, agreeing with her. I feel like I'm not doing anything wrong. My husband and I are now raising Chloe, so in a sense, I am taking on a father-like role, and I just feel that it's not wrong to want to do something for her. And, well, I love my niece, but she's just not very well behaved. My sister rarely says no to her, and this has made her incredibly hard to deal with, and I can just imagine how she would act on a Disney cruise. Man, at this point, OP, I'm surprised you're talking to your family at all. Like, why? What's the point? They sound super toxic and obnoxious. That was r slash entitled people. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.